I used to have this bit that I kept trying out in like tweet formats that never landed uh, where I would like Lana Del Rachel Ray was the that's the like base of the joke and like oh, trying to good. come up with something <laughs> from Lana Del Rachel Ray that's the worst when you have like a good pun or something or like, <laughs> just and you cannot find the right thing to it didn't work that is a perfect Jeopardy question. Sometimes they have questions where it's like the first part of one word and then like the second part of another one. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought of one this morning. Oh, um, what you got? I am I am uh, also a boyfriend terrorist. Uh, my, <laughs> my poor boyfriend um, never ever would have watched Cobra Kai, uh, the spinoff <laughs> Netflix show, but mm. I just decided it was really important and that we needed that in our lives. And it's, it's really all I talk about. Like, I'll wake up and I'll be like, do you think this plotline's gonna happen? And he's just like, you wake oh up, hi god. <laughs> oh yeah, like it is. It is just very popular in our household. But this morning, I was like, Cobra Kai, Loren. <laughs> and with that, let's start the episode. Click. Remember that record that you bought me like two years ago? Well, I just remember that it's sitting in the closet. So I called you up just to tell you I've been meaning to listen to that. I've been meaning to listen to that. Why don't you come over and talk about it? Welcome to I've Been Meaning to Listen to That, the podcast where we go through albums we've been meaning to listen to and use as a conduit to learn about each other and our guests. I'm Andrew Ambrose Lee. I'm Sean Wilkinson. I'm Michael Limitato, and we're here with our special guest. Who? I'm Caitlin Linden. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's a... Uh... She's a performer and an improviser and a comedy person and like a new internet friend and an up and coming rising star in the sky. <laughs> um, that's a catchphrase. Uh, uh, so like, welcome, Caitlin. Welcome to the show. Uh, thank you so much for um, being so game. And so uh, you, you, te- you uh, messaged me earlier saying you did your Lana homework. Which yeah. is like, I really appreciate people who like go like want to do the extra mile a little bit with this stuff. So yeah, thank you so much. Thank you for having me. I'm psyched that you guys are talking about albums. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I really am. I think that's so fun. Yeah. Uh, so Caitlin, like, I guess like we don't know each other that well, like truthfully, honestly. So like, this is like a fun thing. Like, tell us a little bit about your uh your relationship to music like your favorite musicians and like how you listen to music and all of that stuff uh okay cool so um mostly i use my ears and Uh (laughs) (laughs) looking at the big picture i use my brain yeah yeah so you know take it all in but i uh I'm really glad you asked me this question because the way I listen to music does change what I listen to. And a lot of it comes down to, I live in LA. I, um, and I drive a old car. And so this, this car that I drive, um, doesn't have like an auxiliary plug or a tape player, which you could then like plug in, you know, those like auxiliary tape, uh, transformers. So, um, the, so I have, 
some CDs in my car and I have the radio. So if I, and I spend a lot of time in my car. So, um, I'll, I usually, if I'm in my car, I'm listening to, uh, I usually listen to rap. It's like probably the best thing to drive around to. Um, just like keep, keep it moving, you know, keep it, uh, Mm -hmm. keep it light, keep it fun. Uh, but I do have CDs in my car. I have, um, what do I have in there? (laughs) I have like, a Weezer CD. I have a Share CD. I have a Modest CD. I have a Bright Eyes CD. Oh, nice. Uh, what, I have a Bjork CD. I have um, very eclectic. Yeah, I have a Ramon CD and a, a Stroke CD. Um, so I'm just kind of, yeah, I'm like a child of the the early 2000s for sure. But um, but I definitely listen to like older music i love a funky bass line um i love to groove i love like soul music um like motown music uh yeah i just love music all kinds uh, i'll even listen to opera like why not i was an orchestra kid. i was just about to ask if you played music yeah uh yeah i guess i just like the stuff i don't know I keep i keep turning it on <laughs> uh, and then my boyfriend has a record player so you know sometimes we'll get really like Whatever we we are, those people <laughs> like it just sounds better. <laughs> what what did you uh, what did you play in orchestra? I played the upright bass. Oh, yeah, it was it was the most chill thing I think you can play in an orchestra for sure. Mm-hmm. Did you just do uh, orchestra? Did you do like jazz band or anything? Or no, never jazz band, just orchestra. Cool. Um, cool. I thought we should have a marching orchestra, but no one else did. Uh, <laughs> you as the upright bassist was pitching the marching orchestra. <laughs> <laughs> there's an attachment that's that has a wheel it could be done <laughs> <laughs> if you build it they will come <laughs> that movie not quite as inspiring about the upright basses too by the way we're here to talk about Lyle del rey's camp Chelsea over the country club uh the album that came out last month i did air quotations because we're doing it like the weekend it came out um but like this will be released in late April, so like it's been out for a while. Um, you probably, you as the audience member, have probably had more time to digest it. So this is pretty relatively fresh for us. Uh, Caitlin, we'll start with Caitlin, and then we'll like uh, go go up the ranks a little bit of um, you know the other the, the other folks in this conversation. Um, what what is your relationship to Lana Del Rey? I think I I wanted to like. I wanted to like her, but um, mm. there's just something about me that I have a hard time just liking popular music. la di da Not me. Cannot relate. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't care about... Um, What's her name? Carly Rae Jepsen. I don't. Oh. Uh, okay, you, you got. I'm sorry. You got to leave. I'm sorry. Like, yeah. we, 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 I, we, I just. I don't know. Just yeah, you can kick me out. No, 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 no. <laughs> do it. Yeah. Oh, this is your Bye. first strike. Your first strike. You, you're fine. Yeah. Um. So I. But I think I liked a couple of her songs on the radio. I was like, oh, summertime sadness is a bop. And then, but the first one I knew was um, get high by the beach and. um and i was like oh my god same um but then any other songs i listened to were just kind of not the vibe and i think it's because it's like such cinematic music that like yeah it's really um i don't know i feel like it's good in like videos or something or like as a needle drop in a i don't know for a moment 
but I think I just didn't know how to apply it to my own life. Uh, let's, yeah, let's, uh, go, let's go, let's turn our heads slightly to the left and talk to Sean about what your opinions on <laughs> La Del Rey were. Well, so I was, before you were, I was like... Your first episode was on Lana Del Rey. Like, yeah, on uh, her last album, Norman so uh, McFreakin' Rockwell. I, Thank you for not cussing. Yeah, yeah, yeah sorry. <laughs> it's a Christian <laughs> podcast. <So>, yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> we're all pure. Yeah, no, I I, I don't know. I have, I really have like a mi- mixed feelings about her. and As mixed just, as that photo that she posted of the cover. <laughs> 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 and... Uh, <laughs> Oh boy! That, yeah, that was. Yeah, you gotta tread carefully with, with uh, this, this little lady. <laughs> but uh, I don't know the whole like '60s aesthetic. I don't know if that's really like for me. Um, it just doesn't click with me. I don't know. I liked her first album when it came out, and then everything else after that was like all the same. And yeah, I just I got a little <laughs> Michael shaking his head. Like <laughs> you, you foolish. We'll get, to him. we'll get to Michael. Uh, <laughs> He's like, I'm going to pick you up. He's like blasting <laughs> yeah. Lana Del Rey in the corner. <laughs> well, we, uh, so we just did it. We recorded an episode on Perfume Genius's newest album. And uh, Michael did not like that. And I, I hate that it. Record. We're, we're flip-flopping here, buddy. <laughs> yeah. So, but uh, no, I really liked uh, Norman freaking Rockwell. And uh, I was very su- pleasantly surprised by it. And, but I don't care about her pers- personal life, really. I don't. Care to know more you don't about care it. about the important things about feminism she has to say and yeah. race you know <laughs> you don't want to answer her question for the culture right yeah. right not enough white women are out here talking about feminism and race and lana's really providing some space for that to happen dude she's gonna change the world <laughs> uh, with her so- silence her silence and then like the periods of time where she like talks way too much like, yeah where she's screaming at the top of her lungs when other people need to be talking uh, but that's all i got on her um michael i want to hear what you have to say and then andrew so i love lana del rey i uh one of my best friends in college was like a lot of lana del rey <laughs> one of my I, best yeah. friends in college was lana del rey <laughs> yeah, no, no. i mean honestly now that she's always in tulsa maybe i can be friends with lana del rey yeah. who knows but uh no so one of my one of my good friends one of my good straight friends was obsessed with <laughs> lana del rey and he had like a poster of lana del rey in his dorm room and like he loved lana del rey and i was like i don't really get it i don't know like yeah like young and beautiful mm-hmm. yeah summertime sadness mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. And he's like but have you heard her leaked music have you heard her unreleased stuff and i was like no and i'm not gonna do that and uh, he was what like, a wild so... thing to ask a non-fan <laughs> yeah. have He's... you heard her deep cut <laughs> yeah and I'm like, have you no. scourged the internet and like pirated an artist <laughs> that you don't care about <laughs> and i will not listen to that chase and he was like okay but you should and i was like okay and then uh you know like in my senior year of college when i came out i was like okay, I guess I have to listen to Lana Del Rey. And so I did, and I got friggin' obsessed with her. I uh, don't really like Ultraviolence, but I really like every single other album. I think Born to Die and uh, Norman fucking Rockwell. You can cuss on this podcast. (laughs) My druthers! (laughs) Are two of my, like, favorite albums of all time. Like, if I'm in a certain mood, Born to Die always hits. 
it's like a great driving record i don't know i just think her music is amazing to like drive to i think she has such a interesting voice like no one sounds like her to me yeah and uh yeah i i honestly had never heard her talk before 2020 and the first time i heard her speaking voice i was very upset <laughs> it's like hey everybody what's up no <laughs> yeah. i still yeah. haven't heard her talk i guess I'm, yeah oh, it's what? really upsetting you're lucky you're very yeah. lucky it's not just the tone of her voice it's the the words that come <laughs> yeah henceforth from caitlin are you are you familiar with the lana lana controversy i i saw i saw tell of it on okay, wikipedia okay. yes I, i'm not sure that i should be the one to uh to that's okay what, what it no, is nor i however uh, suffice to say she has as of the last you know 365 days really come out strong about lots of topics and issues so uh, yeah. in ways she's, that she's like a not a great feminist is what i kind of gathered uh yes and then like and then well and I, then, let's just say she seems very privileged as a white woman right i think that yeah. she might not even be aware of like of how she's allowed to be silent and like that and, and benefits from that yes yes and then her choice like her choice not to be silent is to talk about her like talk about how She's not actually privileged to be signed. It's like a whole mess. So it's yeah, like, did you guys ever know like um, rich kids who were like, oh my God, I'm so broke. Like I don't have yes, any money yes. in my account right now. Like I literally am like starving. <laughs> and then like, they'd like call their dad and like, <laughs> just you just, they're not like, they're fine. <laughs> yeah. Like, yes. I had a friend in, yeah, when I was younger who we would go to over to his like giant mansion and play like basketball on his trampoline and then go inside and have like these really great meals. And he'd be like, I hate it here, basically. Oh, like, oh <laughs> shut it. Yeah. It's, it's like, it's also like um, the fact that she was like, because she talks about, about on this record, she was like a waitress in a, in a tight dress, white dress. Mm. Um, but like she was like a, just because she experienced on some level like, some version of like oh i'm poor in new york i'm like wait i'm a waitress mm -hmm. like kind of scrounging around it's well, like I, oh, no i just that song okay it's the first song on the album and like i really don't as you guys know have a lot of experience with lana del rey so like if this was the first time i've like sat down to listen to one of her albums okay mm -hmm. and like i have been a waitress like lots of times and so i was like hold on like lana del rey is like rich and famous and she and she's singing this song about being a waitress and she's kind of like romanticizing like this this like hustle a little bit mm -hmm. and um and i was driving at the time and i was like man when i'm gonna go home i'm gonna see if she's rich and if she has rich parents <laughs> because this is i don't know i don't know about this song like i kind of like the way yeah. it sounds but like hold on a second Did, were you driving home from the metamucil business conference <laughs> <laughs> yeah it was such a scene <laughs> it's it's like, but it's also like, um, just because she experienced, like her parents are like the heads of like this ad organization, like then they're like millionaires. And uh, there's like, there is like, like you meant, there's like a Kanye West line of just like, you move to New York and you have to be rich to be poor there. You know, <laughs> it's like the idea of like, Oh, like, but I, but I was in the hustle of it. I was the, 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 like, I was like, I was a struggling waitress at one point, but it's still like, even then you're still like, she's still like immensely privileged. 
Like, and she's not recognizing that completely. I guess technically yeah. they, it said online that she was a waitress for one summer on Long <laughs> Island when she was oh. living with her aunt and uncle. So oh rent, rent free. I was just like, okay. Rent free at her aunt and uncle's and in your mind. <laughs> yeah, no, that gets to live in my mind. And it does cost <laughs> me something. My life. <laughs> yes, yes. Slowly draining you. Uh, Andrew, what are your uh, Lana Del Rey before we hop into the album? Lana Del Rey experiences. So I'm in that middle phase. I'm, I'm probably in between like Michael and Caitlin, per, per, for example. Like basically like in the between like super fan and just like okay whatever you know i i really liked the first time i listened to i feel like this music grows on you definitely it definitely grows on you and it's like it burrows like into you over time uh, just like uh, like i sometimes will think when there was a witches you oh, know sure. just like i was like sometimes like think about that um but it's like um when i first listened to born to die for this podcast I didn't, I gave it like a five or like a six. And then like we lost the audio and then we recorded it again. And I realized, because like at the time I was realizing like, oh, like, I don't know if I like that she's like, you know, glamorizing, you know, just like these weird power dynamics and like these weird, like, like, um, just like abusive situations and stuff like that or whatever. But like, she, I, she gets then, a lot of criticism. Yeah. But that, then sure. like, mm-hmm. I realized that like maybe on the second, maybe on like the revisit of it, that she, it's like, it's more, it's definitely heightened. Like, I don't think she like endorses everything she is singing about in the song. She's like more so like she has a cinematic soundscape and like, it makes it feel like, this is like her basically like this is everything she endorses where, where it's probably more like a movie. It's probably more like, Oh, like she's, she's kind of a director and she's like the character, the central character is like kind of like a character uh, in a sense. Um, and so that made me like it more, but then Norman Fracken Rockwell, uh, Norman Rockwell. I really liked a lot. I think it's great. I think, um, like, and just like the clear growth from born born to die to that is like super apparent it's so poetic i love the production on it like i have mixed feelings on jack antonoff in terms of like he's everywhere and like you can't get away from him but when he's when he's on he's on like when he's great he's great and like it with that particular record the way his music comp made her poetry and her voice the central force in it um is incredible like and just like how different it was from his pop like pop rock you know stuff he was doing before how like he was kind of like taking his fingerprints off of it sort of where now it's like oh this is what he does he does this all the time um but yeah i i then just like the then like the concert then just like all these controversies and just like all of that is like um it's discouraging. It's like, so with Norman freaking Rockwell, like everyone loved that record. Everyone was like, you are now in this new echelon of like pitchfork wrote, you know, uh, in the born to die review, they said like, this is like the, uh, musical equivalent of a equivalent of like a fake orgasm. And like this new record, she, they said like, she's the next great American songwriter. So like to go from pitchfork saying like, you're this to that, like, like people like are taking her seriously now. And then 
like I think she's like kind of angry at the fact that it took her this long to be taken seriously as an artist and then is like lashing out. And so that's like, so there's part of me that's like, I just want to like, I get, I get where you're coming from and stuff like that. Like, it's like really unfortunate, but it's also like, cause some of the stuff she's saying is like, okay, I get where you're coming from. That makes a little sense. But then sometimes it's just like, okay, but just like, you got to have someone review this stuff. You got to like have an editor. You got to have like, like a, a like an accountability of like people like who understand better like how to communicate these points and stuff and, yeah, and it's like publicist the, exactly yeah. and it's just concerning for her as like a poet songwriter to be putting out such clunky public statements it's like what's going on here like what's the different like your public statement should be of the same quality and communicativeness as your music and that's not there I was like, I'm not going to say anything bad about Lana Del Rey because it is so hard to do anything at all. Yeah. And she has made seven albums and now yeah. like right out the yeah. gate, we're like, but we got to talk about it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Truly. Like you have to talk about the bad stuff. That's it's like a holistic approach for the artist. Like I love Lana Del Rey's music. However, you know, <laughs> like big butt with it. So. And that's like listening to this new album. I was really trying to separate like what I know about her, but it's, it's very hard to do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it, I think it really influenced my. And I was, my... I was also like trying to relook at some of that stuff. Like relook, relook at the question for the culture letter and like her subsequent Instagram, like Instagram live videos where she was like backtracking or forward tracking on them. And then the whole 40 minute Annie Mac interview. I think like it's also like I also like want to recognize that like sometimes the media is unfair. Like, sometimes the media, like, will just, like, take a thing you said and go, like, run with that, and that's the headline, and that's, like, oh, like, Lana Del Rey's a white supremacist or something like that. I think that's unfair. What we're trying to do is just, like, look at look at the whole thing and go, what is this? What is this? Yeah. Um, I think I think we've all kind of talked about our history with Lana a little bit. Uh, I think we should probably hop into this, this specific album a little bit more. Uh, let's hit on maybe some of the themes or general thoughts about the album first before we get into highlights. So, um, Sean, what are some general themes or highlights you noticed while you were listening to this? Um, um, well, nope. I don't know. It's, I mean, <laughs> None. it was hard to like, it was hard to take something away from this for me. Um, I mean, the big, I mean, the biggest thing was like, you know, she's talking about, on a few of these songs just about being famous basically and looking back on her life and um let me look at my notes here too um yeah just reflecting on her life before she was famous wondering you know was my life better than could i would i be happier if i stayed in that in that lifestyle basically and but i don't feel like she really gives us an answer it's not that i got at least but not that she has to, but I don't, I just, other than that, I didn't really get many themes from this record. I don't know. It felt kind of all over the place for me, but what about you guys? I don't know. Hi, Caitlin. Yeah. I, I really sympathize with that. I, um, I did have a nice time listening to this album until I didn't. <laughs> and then I came back and I listened to the rest later and I, and then, um, yeah, there's kind of a lot of different flavors in this album. There's, uh, 
there's like the wistful, like she's doing Lana, you know, of course uh-huh. that's there. And then there's like dark, but just a game, which is kind of a bop, like, which was a surprise. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't know if this is like in every Lana album or whatever, but like whenever people are rhymes, rhyme things that like don't really pay off I get frustrated like when she's like you you made me lazy that made me crazy I'm just like (laughs) I don't know I think I that's when I was like okay I'm not having fun listening to this anymore (laughs) but then seems like some classic Lana stuff from from what I know (laughs) yeah maybe that's just me being picky for no reason but um but you guys her her cancer's in her her cancer (laughs) is her sun sign and (laughs) Her Leo's moon. Yeah. Okay. So she, <laughs> we can talk about what that means too. <laughs> yeah. This is an astrology podcast now. When were you born? <laughs> like I was born. Uh, no. Uh, I. I. Lana is such a notorious like rhymer slash like word tilter to get stuff to work. Like in Tulsa Jesus Freak, when she's uh, like, um, what's the lyric? She's like. Uh, cause down in our Arca- cause down in our Kansas, the stores are all closed. And I'm like, that's not how you say that word. <laughs> like, you're just doing that to get to work for the song, right? Because uh, people already have a hard enough time really saying that. <laughs> how is this Kansas, and this is not Arkansas? <laughs> Disinformation. <laughs> yeah, I know. So watching all the stuff, watching all the interviews, watching all the Instagram videos, reading all the stuff, she definitely like is talking a lot about female fragility like her like because that's what she was like complaining about with like the question for the culture thing of just like man why like when i it's kind of like i the way i see it is like she's kind of like it's kind of like the kid at like who would like wear nintendo shirts and like get beat up for it and then later like 10 years later is kind of cool to wear Nintendo shirts. And she's like, but I, but I did this before. Like, wait, I got beat up for this. And then, but she's like, the way she's going about it is like ignoring that. Like those artists, like those, those artists of color, like are criticized in other ways are, are like criticized and like, are like dragged through the mud, like in the media and stuff like that. And it's like totally ignoring that. Um, but yeah, it's like kind of like, female fragility of just like being and like wanting to be true to herself and like the thing in the Annie Mac interview that I really felt was very astute was she was talking about the Capitol riots and why why that happened and she says it's because we're dealing with a lot of dissociative rage and people want to wild out in a wild world and like she's in this album she's kind of like staying true to that. She's kind of like letting herself be quote unquote wild. And she's like leaving LA where it was um, kind of suffocating basically. And like going out into the wilderness and stuff like that. I'm uh, from a small town. How about you? <laughs> yeah. I was like, ugh. <laughs> it's, Have it's, you? Oh. It's like, um, it's kind of like, it's, it's kind of like, um, it's kind of like Alec Baldwin a little bit of just like, he was like, I'm going to retire from public life. But then like, he's like back next year, like in boss baby or whatever. It's like, it's like the, it's like her, she wants to leave, but she also, she also, I don't think she can completely. And she wants to stay true to herself. And, but like celebrity, like will 
changes you in the same way. Mm-hmm. And like she's like tr- she's wrestling with that. Like her Twitter Twitter bio is um, I contain multitudes or something like that. Like I am wa- like people are like walking contradictions and stuff like that. And like the person that can create such beauty and wonder and like uh, gorgeous like soundscapes and like lyricism and stuff like that is the person is like clunky and like privileged and like blind to like it so wears a dress from dillard's to the grammys yeah 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 so yeah that, that's those are kind of like themes i'm kind of noticing um yeah i'm with you i think it's a lot about like oh here's like what i have to be which is like demure but i'm like wild at heart like you were saying like in the chemtrails over the country club music video which is not very good but at the the second half of it she literally turns into a wolf um and is a wolf with like her friends who are all wolves and it's like shot is taking this and he's like huh no i'm just like i've seen it and I, I just I watched it this weekend. I showed it to my mom, and you know, she's, wearing that, she's wearing that like mesh mask, and she was like, "Is that supposed to be like a statement?" And I'm like, "Fuck if I know." Like, <laughs> I, I still don't know if it's supposed to be a statement. Her mesh mask, which there was plastic under it, and it was quote but, completely safe. <laughs> but we don't know that. We're not right. going to know it. You have right. to literally write like, right. "There's plastic under this." Like, exactly. Otherwise, it looks like a statement. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like, but it's also like it's crazy, like what she chooses to like clarify. Uh, like sometimes, if she says something ridiculous and crazy, she could just like leave it and then go like, "Well, that was a mistake," and then like say something else some other time. Like with like the mask, I think she needed to like say. But she responded like, "I can't respond to everything," but like with some things, <laughs> like you could. Like... It's like really because I've seen this everywhere. <laughs> uh, well, it's like this year, uh, the Grammys just happened, as you guys all probably know. But, like, everyone at the Grammys, it was, like, an in-person event, right? And so they were, like, everyone had masks on. And I was listening to a podcast today called Who Weekly, and they were talking about how, um, you know, everyone there probably is already vaccinated, right? But not everyone in America is vaccinated yet. So wearing masks and everyone being there in masks and socially distancing maybe isn't necessary for them. But it's a show of, like, here's how we all need to be acting right now until we can get to a spot where we can, you know, ease up a little bit. Like, that's the goal. And the goal is not to, like, oh, here's my very fashionable mesh mask. Like, that is a mask. Don't worry, it works. But it's, like, we don't know that. And, you know, appearances is everything, especially when it's just a picture. And waitress people uh, in the video are both masked and unmasked. I thought that was kind of (laughs) jarring, like, because I just have never seen a music video with masks before i don't want any you should not date any of your content with coronavirus there should be no coronavirus in anything yeah nobody write any scripts set during this time don't even talk about it when it's over (laughs) you know literally right what did we happen for 2020 to 2021 we all died when you watch like tv or movies now and you see like a big gathering are you like oh my god they're not wearing yes Yeah. yeah 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 It's like, it's like, it's like collective, like trauma, like truly. Yeah. But yeah, like, let's, uh, get, let's go through, uh, some, uh, highlights and lowlights. Unless anyone has any, like, other, like, kind of, like, theme, like, any, like, things they want to point out about, like, Lana holistically. Okay, uh, let's, uh, let's, uh, take a quick break. And we're back. Welcome back! We're here with the great Caitlin Linden, who's great and nice and very cool. I think you guys are also those things. Oh, wow. <laughs> I'm having a nice time. 
I'm so glad. Yeah. I think we should hit on lowlights of the album first and talk about highlights and then wrap up. Let's go to Caitlin first. Like, what's a low light for you? Like, what's a, so- what's a song that you d- don't like as much? I, um, oh my God, what's the song where she was, are you guys Lord of the Rings fans? Uh, <laughs> yes. Not all who wonder are lost. Yes, Sean. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I wanted to like it because I am <laughs> such a big Lord of the Rings fan, but I was just like, girl, <laughs> like, what are you, what is this <laughs> i love it i think i love great. that song too I, that's it, one of my it's highlights really good like well, yeah. let's talk about like what 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 about it did you not like care yeah. about it? like i guess i felt like it was cheesy or something oh sure sure yeah Absolutely. yeah i don't disagree so i mean i'm just too real yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i'm not a hashtag fake bitch like, <laughs> not even her real name okay yeah truly <laughs> yeah you did you did lana homework before you came on tell us uh what but what homework were you getting done figure out her real name finding out about her family friends pets addresses yeah uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm at her house right now <laughs> <laughs> like like azalea banks and like elon's house (laughs) rip the tape off her mouth tell us what you think tell us your low light (laughs) um i found out this is um this is just something i found out but i was like oh she's 35 and i feel like anytime uh i find out someone's like in their in their 30s and like still killing it um and i'm gonna say she's killing it because this is her seventh album and she is like people like this sparked a movement of like a, a music movement and mm-hmm. um yeah i mean she's an undeniable force and so uh i feel like whenever people are older than me i'm just like oh thank god I, there's still time like yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, unlike when i watch the olympics where i'm like she's eight <laughs> <laughs> yeah. i'll never swim that fast. <laughs> i would ever watch the olympics i'm like i gotta start things i've never thought about doing before yeah, yeah. <laughs> i gotta rub I- this ice really fast <laughs> like- yeah <laughs> I'm like I like sweeping, but if only I could fall more when I'm doing it. I can only do no flips. <laughs> My maximum flips is zero. That's uh, funny. So yeah, I'm I'm glad that she's like uh, a mid thirties, like which yeah, is yeah. young. You know, that's young, and I feel like in Hollywood and like the music industry and i don't know maybe it's just america guys but like we sort of worship the youth and i think it's not really fair and it's not fair to the audience at large because there's so many older people out there who also watch tv and listen to music and stuff so like yeah at 35 she hasn't even lived half her life yet ostensibly but it's crazy that that could be considered like old in like the music industry and it is i just assume that when you're like 35 your eardrums like dissolve and you can't listen to music anymore (laughs) how do you listen to music while i put my hand on the speaker and i listen to the vibrations (laughs) um yeah but i like this song a lot like i i like um all those not all those who wander are lost like um it's kind of like restating the theme of the record just like I may look, I'm my actions and my statements and how I'm handling being a celebrity might seem erratic and irrational and like 
crazy or stuff like that, or like I lost my way, but I'm just, maybe it's just like sometimes to find your way, you got to wander around. You got to like try different things. You got to, you got to fall on your face while you're like, while you're practicing curling when you're eight years old or something like that, (laughs) you know, like the, the idea of just like being patient with like, like, and uh, I like the way that she reframes it. Just like, it's not, it's just wander lust. It's just like me wanting to live and me wanting to explore and me wanting to all that stuff. I, I, I think that's cool. If you yeah, had gone I, first, I, I would have been like, I, I really liked that song. And I, liked <laughs> I really like all things about that song. Is the, uh, is the, is the bridge a Taylor Swift reference? Like, is she like re- purposely referencing, rep- referencing uh, Taylor Swift? Like, look at what you made me do. She also well, does like go like look at me now look at you like look at yeah. look at me look at you look at me look at you well, it's like with that's a black pink reference. Um, oh. so. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know maybe like that Jack Antonoff worked with uh, with Taylor yeah. so like it's yeah, Jack Antonoff is the only producer for all my favorite <laughs> artists right In now. Life, it's just like. Here's a woman. Here, yeah. have Jack Antonoff. <laughs> Lord's like, Give, can I have my Jack Antonoff back, please? I've been waiting. And Taylor's like, I gotta produce two more albums real quick. Yeah, just two more. Uh, what about you? What, what Sean? What's a low light for you though? Like, uh, I didn't. Well, um, <laughs> I mean, a lot of this album. Oh no. Um, <laughs> I I really didn't care for um, breaking up slowly. I thought the vocals uh, yeah. were pretty boring. Yeah. Um. I other like honestly I thought instrumentally it was boring vocals were boring pretty boring um I really I don't like talking shit but like <laughs> I feel like I can't help it um but and I just felt like their harmonies weren't that spectacular in the album Contra- or in breaking up slowly breaking up slowly on but like on like for free the Joni Mitchell cover mm-hmm. sounded lovely great harmony so good but, yeah yeah breaking up slowly I was like I'm just, I agree. It doesn't even sound away. like her singing in the first half of the song. It's not I thought her. She had it's a like, feature on it. It's like it's not, Zella yeah. Day or something. Okay, like that's why. And Wise yeah. Blood. Not no, wait, not, not for free. Freaking... I'm I'm talking about uh breaking up slowly. Uh, sorry, 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 sorry. Let me make sure I'm getting it right though. Uh, I'm pretty sure it on Spotify when I googled it, it says it's performed by just Lana Del Rey. Nikki Lane is uh the other what singer she sings that, first yeah okay she's singing it too okay she, but also like she sings the majority of the song nikki lane sings the majority right. of the song like lana kind of comes in like more than halfway through the song well because they used to do it on tour together and i think it was nikki's song and then she was like you can have lana you can have it for the album uh, but you probably should have been like no you know i I, I, d- I do feel like this record is definitely a step down like songwriting wise from her last one, like Norman freaking Rockwell had so many memorable lines, like goddamn man child, you fucked me so good, you made me say I love you. Like And then and then in this album on Wild at Hearts when she says, I love you lots, like polka dots, coffee pots, <laughs> insta thoughts. Like, Put it in my insta pot. Yeah. <laughs> Yikes. Yeah, yeah, not good. Not good. I agree. I, I also think what I love so much about um Sorry, this is not a episode about Norman freaking Rockwell, but I think Norman freaking Rockwell is her best piece of work and will oh, yeah, never absolutely. be topped. Um, but it, Venice Bitch is like one of my 
favorite Lana Del Rey songs of all time. And it has this super indulgent, like, guitar solo at the end where it's, like, three... It's a seven and a half minute long song. And the last, like, three minutes of it are just, like, this guitar riff. And it's, like, it's you. It's, like, echoey vocals over it. I love it. I could listen to that song, like, 20 times in a row. And I... This album doesn't really like have that indulgence nor do i want it to yeah like it's 45 minutes this record yeah it felt short so and long snappy. yeah it felt so long to me <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's also like this song like uh breaking up slowly it's like so i imagine it's partly inspired by her breakup with like oklahoma cop um hot and, cop and, yeah like hot hot o- oklahoma mm-hmm. cop and like it feels out of place with the record where it's like kind of restating her dedication to her current lover, like her cor- current love basically. And like imploring and like beckoning him to like come with her on this journey through the American heartland and stuff like that. It feels out of place where more than halfway through the song is she's like breaking up slowly is a hard thing to do. Like, which is probably a reference to that, you know, it feels like, I w- maybe it would have worked if it was like co- towards the beginning, but or something like that. But I don't know. I will say the one thing I like about her writing is she does a lot to like tie in lyrics to like her old music and like past albums and stuff that I think is really cool. So it's almost like this like the the LCU, the Lana Cinematic Universe kind <laughs> yeah. of you know, and uh, like she'll throw in like certain phrases or like she uses the word blue a lot, and I yeah. like that. But at the same time, it also makes everything sound really familiar mm. and kind of boring to me as well. Yeah, yeah it's like one long like... song. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> sure, yeah, Which, yeah. Like she know. uses candle. Like, I like if she used candle in the wind one time in this record, I would really like it. Like, cause like she, um, mentioned she alludes to it in the previous record, like, mm-hmm. um, being like feeling Mariner's like a candle complex. in the wind. And I know that's a John Elton reference, but like the idea, but she uses it like four times in this record, like. Yeah, you did say that. I remember. Yeah. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. Less than an hour ago. She's uh-huh. basically like retweeting her own. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You guys remember this picture of me? It's good. <laughs> it's like retweeting your pin tweet. It's like, this is the thing I'm most proud of. <laughs> Girl, we know you like that. We did too the first time. <laughs> It's all about her moon in Leo, okay? Because Leos have this insatiable urge to perform and be seen. And so her moon is how she interprets her emotion. Oh, okay. Wait, Caitlin, do you actually know about astrology? I know negative about astrology so um i i know about um i know about some astrology but it's mostly of course all bullshit but it's yeah, just it's, it's, you know I, I think i know enough to like to talk a little bit of game does does do her lyrics make sense in that song uh my moon's Which, in leo my cancer is sun uh and then she flips it her she flips it yeah so yeah. that is that doesn't Nonsense. make sense yeah, right okay okay yeah. And, um, it just sounds cool. And also, like, and also mood, what's your yeah. rising sign? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're missing information. information. We can't make no, I need all three. <laughs> like, what's you about? What time of day were you born? Lana? As I said, Where? I'm at her house. <laughs> I will say, like, friends have, like, asked me to, like, you know, what's my sign? And I usually don't know. And then, like, 
I usually tell, okay, this is the date I was born, blah, blah, blah. And then they ask me, what, what time were you born? So I have to like ask, I have to call my mom and ask her, like, when was I expulsed? She's like, I know what you're doing. You, you, you guys, you guys know like how there's like a million astrology meme pages. One of my friends who's really into astrology always like sends me them, like only when they're relevant to my sign. And I'm like, every time I'm like, wow, that is like me. But it's like, you know, out of like 20 Aries Instagram pages, you've yeah. seen the one that look, it, it matches me. But every time it, it makes me want to text back like, OMG, so true, bestie. <laughs> like, <laughs> so a low light for me, though, really quickly is uh, Yozmite. Yeah. It's really? Like, yeah. It's like, so this is from, from our previous record. Um, I don't really have a lot to say about. It. I just like I think her voice is beautiful in it, but like mm-hmm. this this is def- this is a holdover from a previous record, and she just put it here because like the tone matched better here than with her previous. She said I think she said it was too happy or something like that, and uh, yeah, I don't know. I I just felt like it was a little too indulgent, and in my opinion, but that's really all I got to say about it. What do you like about it? I really liked the. Uh, I thought the guitars sound really lovely. I thought the mixing on it is really really well done um i like the i like the happy change of pace kind of thing yeah. um and the idea of um you know people change but that doesn't mean things aren't gonna you know work out between those people and i think that's a really nice little sentiment um but yeah also i agree her voice sounds really lovely yeah. um i don't like the spoken word stuff the spoken word little bridge Agreed. Said it, said it a million times. I was going to attribute it to Jack Antonoff, but this is the one track he didn't produce. So, like, oh. good for him. Um, good for him for, like, growing and changing and stuff. Um, <laughs> like, um, I just, like, feel it's, like, it feels a little weird that, like, she, like, she, it makes sense, I guess, like, thematically and stuff. Like, um, but, like, it feels, it's funny that, like, she just, like, copy pasted something she used she said before about someone else and put it here like it's just like when you like when you date other people and like you kind of reuse lines and stuff like that you're like uh, <laughs> i don't know i don't know or like date ideas yeah i know i i know what you're talking about well i what, what what i think is so interesting is like lana wants to do spoken word very badly she released like a spoken word yeah. album that po- you can buy poetry, yeah yeah, like poetry, which I'm not going to buy because there's like a first track is on Spotify and it's terrible. Uh, so, you Chuck, know. Hey, guys. It's me, Lana. <laughs> <laughs> hey, guys. Uh, I just wanted so to spell like, some rumors. Roses are red, violets are blue, and I love you. Beans, <laughs> so beans, the magical food. <laughs> uh, OMG, so true, bestie. <laughs> first, and you feel something first. Uh. Oh no! Um, <laughs> any other lowlights? Like you, you want to like Sean? Is, I imagine you got a few. <laughs> like, um, because I think I only have, I don't even remember how many tracks there. Are. I have like four highlights. Um, but lowlights. Uh, I didn't like the writing on Wild at Heart. I thought it was a little, little plain. Um, but love, let me love you like a woman. I thought was also very boring, and the chorus sounds a lot like the chorus of Blue Jeans. Off her first album oh, when yeah, she's like, I will bit. love you till the end of time. Yeah. And she's like, let me love you like a love. That's like the nap time song. <laughs> like they play it like. <laughs> Everyone lay down at the concert. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would love That's that. Cool. I would actually do it. <laughs> Stop moshing. Lay down. 
People are mashing it left and right at Lana Del Rey's concerts. <laughs> <laughs> at a Lana Del Rey concert, like the dancing is just like, just like kind of like swaying. Like <laughs> yeah. Yes. 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 <laughs> um. Oh. Okay. So. Um. Yeah. You didn't like. Yeah. I don't like. I don't. I, it's better in the context of the album, definitely, because I didn't like it when I heard it as a single, like, mm-hmm. and especially like this is what I was saying, just like it feeling like a step down writing wise, um, from yeah. a, from Norman Rockwell. I agree. My general low light for the album for me is aside from uh, breaking up slowly as a song. It's the general overall album. It's just a lower quality than um, like lyric lyrically and honestly sound wise from. Uh, Norman uh, freaking Rockwell. It's just going to be almost impossible to match what I feel is like some of her best work. I think she said something along the lines like, man, I, I, I'm tired of just like keep always reinventing my sound and stuff like that. I just want to relax, you know? So I'm just going to call Jack, my friend who I trust with my music and like, just like do, do another one, you know? Um, another, it, one, it feel- another one, <laughs> another one. Another <laughs> one. Major key. Major key. <laughs> when will Lana and DJ Khaled work together? Any minute. <laughs> There's like probably money screaming. there. Him's like They're screaming probably. over like the like <laughs> like uh Michael like quickly sing like sing like a song from Lana Del Rey real quickly. F- flame. Yes. So hot. Yes. We- <laughs> Lana, so beautiful. What a pretty lady. Like I like her. <laughs> we the best. I did this too. <laughs> One time I saw DJ Khaled live and he had a DJ who was DJing DJ, DJ, him for, DJ for him and then he came out and just kind of yelled for a while <laughs> his DJ like would go into like the next song but he was like standing in front of the table the, the audience was like yeah DJ Khaled and he was like please call me Khaled and then <laughs> and then like Khaled the artist like sued him after that um <laughs> So uh, I like I I I like it I like um, I like let me love you like a one better in context of the album definitely though mm. of like um, so she talked like the controversy with like uh, we'll get through highlights really soon by the way um, the controversy with her previous album was like she was glorifying these scenarios where she was like in like this dating this older person and like you know be, you know exploring this gross power dynamic but she's okay with it blah 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 um where where in this one she is embracing her fragility and leaning into her nurturing tendencies and saying to her partner let me let me be myself let me be the full let me let me show you the fullness of my tenderness and like love and plus it'll be fun you know, it'll be fun to leave LA and stuff, you know, it'll be fun. And I want you to come, you know, that's really sweet. Like, I think that it works in context of the album, in my opinion, where just as a single, it's boring and underwritten and stuff like that. But in the context, it works. So, hmm. I don't know. That's sweet. I thought yeah. that was, yeah. wait, that was a low light? <laughs> no, it was Sean. like Sean's For low me. light that I was like, kind of like bouncing <laughs> off of like, but yeah. I don't even, that's, but that's not my highlight either, you know? So, no, me neither. Uh, do we want to transition into highlights with this then? Talk about yeah, what we liked. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. 
Well, I can go first with this because I think I might have the highest highlights. But I really, really like um, basically the first half of the album through Not All Who Wander Are Lost. And then I really like For Free. But I really like um, Tulsa Jesus Freak and Kept Trails Over the Country Club. This album was originally called White Hot Forever when it was first announced. It was supposed to come out in 2020. Just and like I'm red like, flags. Just like, uh-oh. I know. <laughs> like, I know. I was like, this is a problem. But um, I think Tulsa Jesus Freak is the rebranded White Hot Forever, if I were to guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, because that lyric is in the song. But um, I really like uh, that trail because i think this album tells like a pretty cohesive story to it a lot more than like her other works which are a lot more of like sad woman who likes toxic man you know this is a little bit like i'm demure but i want to like show what's inside of me or i have like i am multi-layered and i think that comes across a lot in this album um i really like Sorry, I was trying to be sexy and fun and cool. I'm sorry. That was, that was not good. <laughs> but I really like uh, In Tulsa Jesus Freak when she's talking about, like, even, like, how people around you are going to say, like, kind of, like, uh, just, like, isms. Like, you should stay real close to Jesus, but everyone's an alcoholic. Like, and everyone's Whoa. all, like, you know, everyone's, like, fucking and dancing, but, like, don't forget to stay real close to Jesus. Like shout out to god my homie like that's 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 what i get from that song and i like i think it's like really like i don't know especially because i know she's been spending time here in my hometown like that is like what people are doing like you you have people like juggling you know mega church responsibilities on one hand and then like oh let's go party like but there's such a like clash between the two that doesn't necessarily have to exist unless you like as long if you'd admit it it's there. You know what I mean? It's like so. you build in the shame for like the thing that everybody wants to do naturally. Yes. So I like that song and not just because it's where I live and my brain goes, ooh, where I live, like to read. But uh, <laughs> I think that's probably my high- highest highlight. So what about you, Caitlin? What were your highlights? Um, My highlight is it is Waitress. It is. I, I think it's a nice little anthem for for those in the service industry and she sorry, broke sorry. her arm while filming the video <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, she yeah. couldn't even finish filming the video they had to get another person <laughs> to rollerblade around because she hurt herself have you guys have you guys all seen that music video no it wasn't even worth it the payoff wasn't worth it lana <laughs> Back to my, what I said about her being 35. She's arm <laughs> yeah. rollerblading as a 35 uh, year old woman. Grandma should not be rollerblading. That's like a they, highlight like, for me. <laughs> yeah, that's my favorite. That's my favorite song on the album for sure. Um, and I love, I really love those vocals. Like that yeah. really yeah, high. Yeah, yeah. Like it's so like fragile and. She's never and, really done it before on yeah, any of her that's stuff. the thing. Yeah. That's what's so like exciting about it, and that's what I really liked is. The rest, of, a lot of these other songs, I was like, I feel like I've heard these before. And I yeah, really this was them. kind of like, do you guys like Angel Olsen at yes. all? Mm-hmm. Me too, same. And <laughs> I was like, I I don't know how I felt so much about Angel Olsen's like, like her last couple things. Like, hmm. I don't know, but this this was kind of like in that same vein. But I I really liked it. Like, thought it was um, yeah, just very feminine and uh, and cool. 
Yeah, absolutely. Well, and I, I, I do, I appreciate when artists like try something new and considering this is like her seventh album, I'm like, I would like to hear something fresh, something new. Yeah. So I, I appreciate it. And I love how like spacious it sounds too. I think mm-hmm. it's just a really cool sounding track. I don't know how to better express my feelings on that, but yeah. I really like it. And like, also like the melodic, uh, first of all, like the, the instrumentation, like complements the vocals so well, where like she, when she gets like loud and like projects, the music is super soft. And when she's like soft and like mm. pontificate, like the music like builds and builds and like, but it doesn't yeah. feel like the typical, like rise, rise, climax downhill thing. It feels like just modulating to, her her words and like her poetry and stuff um yeah nobody like... sing this at karaoke yeah oh god <laughs> like as as I'm soon as re- the pandemic ends i'm out in the club singing white dress <laughs> i'm mad cause I, like, I would I rather need... the pandemic be longer <laughs> like... <Wait. laughs> you're like you like stop me from getting the second vaccine shot. You're like, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I, I'm sitting there for 15 minutes after I get my shot, and they're like, "Are you feeling okay?" And I'm like, "I gotta do karaoke." And they're like, "Oh no, oh no." <laughs> they get like the euthanizing shot. <laughs> and they're like, um, I love the. Um, I like this as like a first intro track, definitely of like just like saying the scene of just like pre-fame fame like this is like kind of her like in like like i said just like the alec baldwin like kiss off to fame and celebrity and stuff like that but like i was happier like being just like this waitress like hoping and aspiring for something better and now everyone hates me and like everyone like you know is like everyone misconstrues me and stuff like that and like you know it's uh Someone, someone wrote like Lana Del Rey's the Joker for white women. <laughs> That's funny. I like the idea, like just like this is the first time she felt. Uh, she's just like talking about the first time in her career where she felt powerful. Basically, she's talking about I felt like a god, like and down at the music conference where people were impressed by me, and like just like waitressing uh, like all day and then like listening to music I love. And then, like, singing and then, like, people, like, appreciating it. Like, it made me feel like a god. It made me feel powerful. And now this is, like, her trying to regain that again. And it ends Mm -hmm. with For Free where she's, like, man, that kid who is just, like, playing the clarinet for free – that's the that's the cool guy. Like, that's, He he was probably in a marching band, if I were to guess. Lucky ass clarinet player. <laughs> yeah, I get to walk and play. <laughs> uh, Sean, what's your highlight? What's a highlight for you? Another one? Well, another playing off one. that, f- f- another one. <laughs> My major key of the album was uh, for free. Oh, <laughs> uh, God. I, God, so it, it was good. really, really great. Mm-hmm. And the, again, the harmonies. The, so, Sean, um, you would say this album begins and ends really well? You would say that? I would say the first track is very good. The last track is very good. <laughs> Otherwise known as a shit sandwich. <laughs> Just yeah. kidding. I had a nice. By the way, I like. I like that. <laughs> I, I'm speaking for Sean here. <laughs> yeah. The the no, shit yeah, sandwich is like with like artisanal like sourdough <laughs> like that like someone cares. I would maybe call it artis. No, I don't know if it's artisanal, but it's 
It's bread. Great, great harvest bread company summer now. Yeah, sure. Yeah, it's bread. Let's just say that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's a no. I think it's a nice closer track. Um, and again, like what you said, Andrew, I think it's a nice reflection of just you know, am I am I making music because I want to be famous or do I really enjoy making music? Um, and I'm I really miss the times when I didn't have to perform basically like for money i guess yeah um and i just like i i love wise blood and she sounds so good on this she sounds like Joni mitchell like she sounds like yes it's a pretty it's a pretty like true to the original cover but their harmonies sound really harmony all all of lana's covers are so good almost every single time yeah, it, it's like, and it's like the use of collaboration is good. Like usually, when she like has like ASAP Rocky, and like I don't know about this, <laughs> like, right. uh, like or like the cover with like the song with um, Ariana and the other person, Miley Cyrus, um, for uh, like Charlie's don't Angels. Don't call me Angel. Yeah, like oh yeah. Um, what's it called? Like uh, Todd in the Shadows compared it to like. Uh, the popular kids inviting like Wednesday Adams to like. <laughs> have you, have you, yeah, that one is a very apparent like. Who could we get? Like, who can do the bridge? Why? But why not get like someone who's like matches their tone and yes. stuff like that? Yes. I don't know. Cast um, a wide net. Cast a wide net. Catch no fish. <laughs> um, don't tell the record companies. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I do. So this is a Joni cover, like, and I will say it does make me realize that the songwriting on the rest of the record is not as good. Like, cause, but it's also like, this is her hero. This is like her, one of her favorite artists. And like, this is, it makes sense of terms like, oh, this is someone I aspire to be as good as one day. So that, that's cool. Um, highlights for me. (laughs) Good luck, Lana. (laughs) (laughs) As if. (laughs) I like Chemtrails Over the Country Club. Um, that's a good. I like the drums at the end, and uh, the the atmosphere is really cool. How did you feel about the video? Uh, <laughs> did you love it? Like yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. It's, I, I play it every night. Before did it make now. you feel like a baddie? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like did a it bad remind bitch. you of Twilight, your favorite series? <laughs> uh, oh, I like. I like uh, dark, but just a game. Like I think that's yeah. it, that's a lot of fun. Like it's like it's like doing the trip hop from Born to Die, but not committing to, but not, but still fitting in the folk folk uh, oeuvre, I suppose. And mm-hmm. um, I love I love what it says about just like man, all these celebrities, all these musicians who love music and love playing music get corrupted along the way. You know, they like, or they fall from grace or they suffer. They like, it ends in tragedy. Like, uh, like Amy Winehouse or like Kanye West or whoever, you know? And then she's like, but I want to stay true to myself. I want to like, and, um, this is like the, the aftermath of wait, the waitress song where she's like, this is all I ever wanted. And then now I'm just like, and I like the, like the, the, and then like the passage like we keep danging all the time like that like the transition is really cool and like that oh, that's yeah. like her moment of clarity when she's like in the beatles-esque passage mm-hmm. um her yellow yeah, yeah. yeah 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 <laughs> um we all live in yosemite <laughs> um yeah 
Yeah. So uh, now do we want to transition into our thoughts and final ratings? Yeah. Any, any like stray observations, any like last things you want to say about like any of the songs before we like conclude today? Mm-mm. Yeah. I thought the bridge when it's that like really like funky kind yeah, of moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I was like, I want a whole album of this. This is really fun. <laughs> yeah. She sounds really good. Yeah. Yeah. Her, it's her just saying like, um, I'm just going to stay true to myself. I, it's yeah. funny. Like, um, cause like, and it's also like her saying like my heroes are now my peers. Um, although like, this this is really funny. Like the um, she mentions Courtney Love almost burning my house down, and then I read the genius annotation where it says like Love first acknowledged Lana Del Rey publicly in a rather provocative Twitter post a few days after video game singer performed a cover of Nirvana's Heart Shaped Box during a concert in Sydney on July twenty six two thousand twelve, and the quote reads like this is from Courtney at Courtney um, Lana Del Rey at Lana Del Rey. Do you know the songs about my vagina, right? Throw down your umbilical cord noose so I can climb right back in. Um, so, like, Get her, Courtney. <laughs> wow. But then later they became friends and like later they like played <laughs> together and stuff like that. That's so funny. That's that's how they met. Yeah, the record company Crazy. was like, hey, you too. <laughs> <laughs> Wait Stop a minute. It. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm like, trying to figure out if there's anything else I want to say about this. Like, just, it's great. I, I like it. I like this record. A, a I like bunch. it too. Yeah. Yeah. I think her cancer being in sun makes sense. Because <laughs> a cancer is a water sign, and the uh-huh. water signs are the dreamers. Okay. Yeah. Because so- I thought it made so much more sense that her moon was uh, cancer, actually, that her well, moon was cancer. Yeah. When she flips it, and I earlier was like, <laughs> it doesn't make sense. Now I'm, I'm rolling back that thought and saying that both are true because she is both and we are yeah. all both. well when when your moon and sun are cancer your moon and sun can both be cancer and that's such so important to really talk about and here's the here's the other thing like her her son is leo also so who and, is and, having that conversation and leo is a lion and lions are ferocious and fierce and some of them are women so it's true yeah but, Okay, she has guys. animals in almost all of her videos, and Leo Lion is an animal. Yeah, so true. Uh, and Leo Nardo DiCaprio <laughs> is from one of her movies that her songs are in. So that's interesting <laughs> to think about too. What a great my songs in said. Leo, and it's called The Great Gatsby. So, like, uh, let's go through final thoughts and ratings, and uh, we'll rate this out of ten with a metric at the end. So, uh, Sean, we'll hear from you first. um get get out of the way uh yeah yeah fair um i don't know i mean the album was fine it's there really wasn't much new or exciting uh for me in my opinion uh (laughs) i like the themes about you know reflecting on fame and money and kind of the purpose of it all and you know again looking back wondering if we've made mistakes um i i told i told kai after listening to this i was like lana's music for me is a lot like crystals, where they look really pretty, really enticing, very aesthetically pleasing. You know, you think maybe like, oh, maybe this will make my life a little bit better. And then the closer you get to them, the more you realize they're just rocks. They don't do anything for you. <laughs> it's all just be kind of BS. It doesn't doesn't do anything for me. So, as someone whose moon is in Leo, actually, I can tell you that crystals are great for you, regardless. Uh, and of how and close crystals or far away do you are. rock. So, Whoa. You, ever, you ever thought of checkmate atheist? <laughs> um, so, so I'm sorry, so, I interrupted you. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. It's good. I mean, so yeah, this this album just it 
it was it wasn't it was fine it was fine uh i'll give it six candles burned on both ends out of ten nice that's all i got (laughs) uh caitlin we turn to you uh I'm holding two crystals right now. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, my God. Roast, you make my life you better. Just, you just sneaked <laughs> her. You guys, like, you, can't see this. you can't see this because it's a podcast, but Caitlin is holding them both white-knuckled in her hands and is closing her eyes and is not talking to us anymore. So. <laughs> and I'm blasting off. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. She... Her eyes are glowing right now. She's open them; they are glowing. (laughs) Kind of like the, kind of like in Chemtrails or the Country Club music video. Just a little bit like that. Um, Lana Del Rey. uh, I didn't. I didn't really think that I would. I would spend this much time talking uh, about about Lana Del Rey ever. Sorry. um, Sorry. And I'm actually glad that I did because, uh, like with any artist and we're i'm going to call her an artist um when you look within within and you analyze there's always so much there and um yeah i don't think she has like a songwriter right like this is really her stuff so jack antonoff helps but like yeah yeah it's mostly her her writing herself yeah right so i mean that's that's amazing it's amazing that she's made seven albums um yeah, I guess I like her now. So uh, I'm gonna give her, <laughs> I'm gonna give her eight crystals, making my life better. <laughs> <laughs> Actively. By the way, she like um, Lana doesn't like mostly writes her own songs, but I I personally am in charge of her social media page. Like I <laughs> yeah. ri- I transcribe all the all that myself. Uh, I, I, Lana writes her own songs, but I actually own the crystal that inspires her to write those songs. Yeah. So. <laughs> I also invented the technology that turns her into a wolf. Um, Can I borrow um, that? Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, be great for auditions and stuff. Um, uh, Wait, guys, 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 guys. Wait, before I go, watch this. <laughs> Hit it. <laughs> oh. oh, my God, Michael. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, it's me, a wolf. <laughs> Okay. Um, shut up, guys. I'm getting it. <laughs> <laughs> like, I like this record. It grew on me. I didn't like it at first. I thought it was bad, and I didn't like it very much. And it, I thought it was boring. I thought the lyrics was, were a massive step down. I still think it's a step down, but it's still like it's still pretty. Like, there are definitely some a lot of gems in there. Like, or would you say like crystals? But like, um, yeah, it's uh. I, I, it's a much more sub, it's more stripped back than Lana, like, than Norman Rockwell, which was incredibly stripped back. It was very bare bones. Like, this is even more skeletal, um, than that. Um, and, uh, I like that she's just, like, owning her, she's, like, being more authentic and she's owning her messiness in the music, at least. Like, in the music, she is owning how messy she is and, like, how, like, like, how complex she is and like how uh uh you know her fragility and like how that gives her strength and how that makes her powerful and like trying to maintain integrity in in industry that does not reward that at all so Mm -hmm. i like that i mess with that a lot so i'm gonna give that 
I'm gonna give this um uh I'm gonna give this eight point five polka dots. Nice. Okay. Uh well that leaves just me. Uh I really I think Lana Del Rey is like such an inspired artist. I think her music really touches a like point in like my I don't really listen to sad or slow music that often, and this is something I love to listen to. I love her voice. I love, like, uh, I think her songs are just so beautiful. I like the instrumentation. I like her, basically, like, what she pulls inspiration from. Like, I turn to the artists that she is inspired from, and I like them because of her. Like, she contextualizes songs that I, or artists that I would never think of. And that continues with this album. Um, it's not as good as her previous album, but I still really like it a lot. I liked it a lot in the first listen. I like that it's not too long. Um, I think, you know, if it was like the hour and a half that I feel like Norman freaking Rockwell is, I would be very upset with this album. Um, but because it's not, it's like, it is what it is and she knows it's not as good. And so it's not as long. Um, I give it 8.75 wild wolf women out of 10. (laughs) <laughs> so <laughs> I really like um that's actually like I wish Norman Rockwell was 45 minutes. I wish like I think the I think it could be like at, at least 50, 55. No. Like I th- it doesn't have to be an hour 7 or an hour 10 or whatever it is. No, uh, just cut Vin- just cut Venice bitch in half. No. I, yeah, cut like make it a 6 minute song. No. Like I will say you guys um, have made me really want to listen to that album. And hey. probably will. Should. It's great. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. a lot of fun. Um, should we get into the, should we get into the playlist? Playlist and plugs. P and P. If you're really holding my feet to the fire. Like, yeah. I guess we'll get to our, I guess we'll get to our, I've been meaning to listen to that. And we did. And we did. And we did. <laughs> playlist. <laughs> Uh, okay, so I'll start off. I uh, am love Lana Del Rey, and we've been talking about it this whole time, so I'm sure you're not surprised, but my song I want to add on the playlist is one from this very artist. It is her inspirational Venice bitch. Click. Oh, God, miss you on my lips. It's me, a little Venice bitch. On the stoop with the neighborhood kids. Calling out bang, bang, kiss, kiss. It's like, uh huh. Uh, I love that song. I love the guitar solo. I don't want any of it to be cut out. I think it's perfect and beautiful just the way it is. Unlike Andrew and John, who want to ruin King Solomon <laughs> cutting half this baby that I love. <laughs> and I'm the true mother of Venice, bitch, and I don't want it to be cut in half. So I will let it be released from my hands. Oh, man. <laughs> I, yeah. I, I do like that song, by the way. I, I, I don't want to come across I don't like that song. I'm sure. I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, I, I'll go next. Like, um, I'm going to pick uh, Hurt, uh, which is a Nine Inch Nail song, but covered by Johnny Cash. Click. And you could have it all. I, I went to, uh, before the pandemic, I went to the um, 
the uh, the the Johnny Cash Museum, and like really cool to see how this guy's career spanned like five decades or so, and um, yeah, like a very very Americana artist, um, but like his big like kind of swan song song swan song i could just say that one time i guess um was like his cover of uh trent Reznor and atticus ross's like hurts which is like a very emo song about like being like because like from there that context it's just like oh we're just like some young kids who are just like you know depressed and sad and like you know you could have it all my empire of dirts like but like as like a superstar who like he's coming up at the end of his life and like, he's like, he's like suffering from like a lot of like diseases and like, his like, he's going to die soon. He's like looking back in his life and like, he's saying for him to say, you could have it all. My empire of dirts like is powerful and haunting. And, and it's just like, he's like the music video is really cool. And uh, yeah, it's great. So that's my pick. Uh, There's also a Kermit the frog, uh, music video uh to hurt yeah kermit the frog was just revealed on the mass singer as snail i was just thinking they should like someone should edit the video so that the song he's singing is hurt yeah it's like a david lynch like video it's like a david lynch directed like just like um okay uh who wants to go next caitlin okay i love the band big thief and um oh cool sean just threw his arms up I love, yeah, it's like one of my favorite bands too. And I love, um, there's another guitar player in the band named Buck Meek. Uh, Sean, do you know who I'm talking about? I do, yeah. You're nodding your head. (laughs) Yes, okay. Um, And uh, Buck is awesome. Um, There's a song on his new album called Candle. And uh, it's just got a really good folksy steel guitar i swear to god it'll make you feel something uh yeah it's just a gorgeous tune a gorgeous guy um gorgeous band big thief click the song of sirens caught up with down with my nose started bleeding by the second note heaven Motel with a telephone seashell. Check outs at 11 and don't ask for more time. Did you guys? If that candle's not in the wind, I'm out. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, sorry. Elton John only over here. (laughs) And Lana Del Rey 70 times. (laughs) What's six times better than one candle? Burning in the what? Is it? Oh yeah, <laughs> you're five thousand candles in the wind. Oh, What's man. twelve times better than six? One candle, six candles burning at both ends. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Remember when we all like loved like Chris Pratt? That was a great time. All right, yeah. so like Not that was me. that was so nice. Um, be me. I I loved I loved Andy on that show. Okay, so um my turn so i'm gonna do a dj khaled song and uh no i'm gonna do uh for free by Joni mitchell click the wind rushed around in the dirty town and the children led out from the school 
So it's just, you know, this is the original of the closer on Kim Trails. And uh, I really love Joni Mitchell. And her, she's got a great voice. I love just the stripped down piano. And I think it really, I think the message of the song really hits home. And it's, it's just a really beautiful song. So Fabulous. pretty simple. All right. So thank you so much, uh, Caitlin. This is a great time. This was a blast. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So like this, this is lovely. Like, yeah, this is a great time. And it was really lovely to meet you. And like, hopefully we'll have you on more episodes in the future. Um, yeah. I, 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 sorry. I said that. No, I love this show. Yay. All right. So, um, uh, yeah. So let's get through our uh, plugs. So, Caitlin, where can people find you? And anything you'd like to plug? Any like things you've made that like you'd love to be able to see, or any fo- anywhere people can follow you? I can be found. I'm. You could just Google me. I don't know. It doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, if you want to know what I'm up to, turn on news alerts, bitch. <laughs> uh, you can follow. Um, you can follow Caitlin Linden at at Kate Monster at Kate Monstar like Space Jam on uh, Instagram and Caitlin Caitlin Linden on Twitter. <laughs> so that's a lot of fun. They 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 great tweets. They're great tweets and they're great like it's like your your uh, front facing comedy is super great and like you you have such a great screen presence and like. Uh, you're just like the, <laughs> the bit where like the grandma, like you were pretending to be a grandma to get the vaccine is really funny. So that actually predicted the future. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There was like a New York times article about that really happening. Uh, Sean, where, where can people find you? Uh, you can find me at, it's on Instagram at T1. Oh my God. Wait, T1, <laughs> T1 underscore Sean five nine nine. Yeah. can remember where the underscore was, but yeah. That's it. It was on. Un- it's under the score. It's on. Un- of course. Caitlin, watch a pro do this. Get ready for my plugs. <laughs> you can follow me at Twitter and Instagram at Lemon Taco, and I have no projects. Boom. <laughs> How's that feel? Feels bad, doesn't it? Uh, you can follow me at Andrew A Lee, A U N D R E W A L E E on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, you can follow the show at IBMT LTT on Instagram and Facebook. Uh, you could, uh, uh, the charity this week. So if you review, if you liked what you listened to, um, you could rate the show on Apple podcasts and for every rating we receive, we'll donate $1 to T1 international. So that'd be great. Uh, do that. Uh, and it really helps our show. It like really helps like, you know, us to get more like, um, the algorithm or whatnot. So, um, uh, yeah, the cover arts by Olivia Jensen and like our calendar art is by Olivia Jensen and our uh our theme song is by the great Emily Blue. She's supposedly supposed to have a record out this summer, so that's going to be a lot of fun. We might talk to her. Um and uh yeah, now we'll have a closing sentiment by Caitlin. 3 2 1 You guys, all I want to do is get high by the beach. Hey! <laughs> Thank you everybody. Have a good day. Have a good day. Thanks, Caitlin. All right. Bye. Click.